1: Welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levite Solicitors, who will offer you not only a 10% discount on your legal fees for all their other services, but 15% on... Wills, probate, conveyancing. Said with skill and aplomb, Michael. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. How can people find out details about that? Should we shamelessly drive people to our other shows? You've got to get the discount there if you want it. Phil Hay Monday Club. That's the one. That's that's where I'd go if I wanted Wills, probate, or conveyancing. For 15%? 15% off. That's more than 10%, isn't it? Correct. How much more? About five percent, I think. Correct again. Uh, Rob's here as well as we do the um, the weekly show. Yeah, Levi's UK forward slash the Square Ball for details on that. Uh, Relegation watch is back in full effect. Should we do promotion watch instead first? Because uh, do we
0: have to watch other stuff? It's Paul, just not worth it, is
1: it? Paul Heckingbottom, Premier League manager. What a turnaround for the uh, the little fella! It was always Victor Otter's dream, wasn't it?
0: He knows, a good, he knows a good manager when he sees one old Victor mm. we, we were wrong to doubt him so when he
1: starts lashing out when we're if, if and when we go down and we all start lashing out at him he's going to lash out back in defence saying you made me fire this guy well I don't think anyone was really asking for him to go were brought, brought in what Marcelo Bielsa I don't think anyone cared when Heckingbottom. What's, he, what's he ever done Michael? it was the best couple of years of my life <laughs> really was wasn't it Yeah,
0: wasn't it um, was it Arthur that went to see Heckingbottom while he was on holiday to sack him sort of went and gate-crashed his family holiday and was like, hey Paul, great to see you. By the way, don't come in at pre-season. <laughs> I've been drinking heavily on the flight over what, and I'm meant to sack you.
1: I was in Greece anyway. Me? What? Have I come with bad news? No, of course not. Um, I mean, he did make him go to... Um, Myanmar. To, mm. to Myanmar first, didn't he, as well? Bless him. I wanted to mention Sheffield United because if we do stay up, it'll be good having a Yorkshire derby back in the Premier League. If we go down, it'll be terrible being replaced by them and by Hecky, but you know... You roll the dice, you take your chances, don't you? Being um quote-tweeted this morning, actually, by a Sheffield United fan who, uh, when, I think it's probably my fault this, tweeted, off you go then, when Sheffield United got relegated two years ago, has saved that tweet and quote-tweeted it back at us now they're being promoted. Nah, fair play, that's brilliant. And, uh, and that's what uh, I said, I said, not fair play for playing the long nah, game. No, so that's, exactly... nah, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. I applaud it. <laughs> and if we do go down, we take our medicine, don't we? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, actually, if we do go down, There'll be nobody saying we deserve it more than our fans. Like you can laugh at us all you mm. want, but we'll be, I think, digging them out more than anybody. The best thing to do is just, well, either say yeah, fair play, or ignore people. Yep, because it really upsets them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, just just mute them as well. Don't mm. give them the satisfaction of a block. Yep. just mute. Done a fair bit of fact. muting this week. Mm. It's, been, it's been
1: very, very good. Um, Wolves are safe, aren't they? Now, well, are they safe from the FA's wrath? Could they put, give, them, give them hit them with a points deduction? Have you considered that? What if we do stay up based on Everton getting a points deduction? That'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? They do deserve one. Without knowing the ins and outs, they do deserve <laughs> one. <laughs> I, know, I know none of the actual facts.
0: My completely uninformed
1: opinion is, yeah, that, yes. is that they should have a points deduction. We're not, we're not here for informed opinions, well, the are, we? They have spent a lot of money. Yeah. So, and they, they made some claim during COVID they lost a load of money because they couldn't sell players for loads of money, which they would definitely have done. Mm-hmm. So that was bullshit. Bullshit? Bullshit, yes. Bullshit. Yeah so yes give them a points deduction I'd say five points probably be enough hmm? five points well, let's play it safe give them ten give them ten. Nine. no I mean no ten I thought, it's I ten? I thought you were doing German <laughs> 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 uh, anyway who else needs a points deduction let's have a look at the table I let's... mean Forrest have spent far too much this uh, this last summer window they keep buying players I think they've probably I don't know they must have done something wrong they signed too many players mm.
0: is, that a, is mm. that a rule so yeah I think I
1: think five off them maybe. Steve Cooper's got the face of a criminal
0: um, Got to bear they, that in mind. they beat Brighton this week we didn't beat Brighton did we, Can Can imagine, be-
1: if we, we imagine if we'd done that
0: mm. oh that wasn't fair though was it Brighton applied played for ages at the weekend yeah they did so that's cheating that's another points deduction yeah at Wembley as well which is twice the
1: size of a regular football pitch <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that right yeah. the uh, big open spaces of Wembley it's not like the FIFA regulation standard nope, it's size now twice as big yep they don't mention it on telly right b- because um would upset some people but <laughs> it's because the cameras are so far out they just not noticed <laughs> yeah, but it's massive right yeah really big thank you they've got to actually scale up the ball so it doesn't look as big <laughs> and the crowd yeah <laughs> <laughs> do like all done with CGI now but... uh, West Ham won Liverpool 2 as well through this midweek because we we're recording here ahead of the Thursday night games which include Everton, Newcastle and Southampton against Bournemouth mm. I don't even want to declare what I obviously I want Newcastle to beat Everton uh, as for Southampton Bomber I don't, even, I don't even have an opinion on it just do what you're going to do so we know what we've got to do
0: which is which is still just going to be a win on Sunday a lot of um, talk ahead of Everton Newcastle it's about Anthony Gordon going back to Everton ah, which they hate him yeah, so it course. would be very very nice if he could score the winner and that club and fan base just entirely combust I think that would really help Leeds out mm-hmm. That would they'd just lose their shit wouldn't they and have a points deduction
1: mm, that too to. for violence violence on the terraces yeah I don't know I'm almost in the mind that we need Southampton to win this just to keep J- us keep another team in it but then I'll be regretting that in a week's time when Southampton go, go flounting past us in the league I was going to say you, you ran this by Phil earlier on didn't you mm. when we recorded with Phil Hay and he um, he just said "Now nah, you want teams out of touch as fast as possible what if we're one of those teams but the idea is to not be you've got to take control of your own destiny haven't you Michael why haven't we done that in the last 33 games there's still time there is still time there's still time Christ though well, well absolutely it's not very pleasant is it uh, so who's got who then oh they've got some games we'll come on to it when we preview Bournemouth but yeah games there's too many games other people winning theirs us not Liverpool need to stop messing around as well they keep teasing us don't they when playing relegation rivals like against Forest where they kept letting them score and then Last night it was a bit close to comfort with West Ham as well, wasn't it? Yeah, why can't they just do the decent thing and stick six passes? Exactly pathetic bottom of the table
0: teams? <laughs> I am worried that Forrest have still got to play Chelsea as well, who seems to have given up. Mm. Although we've got Spurs, mm. they're probably about the same, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, Forrest have got a fairly horrible run after this, apart from... South- Southampton Arms an interesting one there, isn't it? At least it means that somebody's going to lose some points there. Someone's also going to gain some. It's like it's a glass half-empty, half-full scenario. I'm thinking someone's going to gain points there. Can we stop talking about it? Because yeah, it just, fine, it just, just makes me on. it makes me feel anxious. Let's talk about the 21s and the fact that they are about to get promoted because what could possibly go wrong when it's all gone down to the final game of the season? Just need a point,
0: don't we? Leeds always do fine in these situations. As long as Archie Gray's there, probably should be in the first team. But yeah, he uh, scored a brilliant goal against Middlesbrough in a 3-1 win. He ran in a straight line really well and no one decided to tackle him, which mm. helped. Uh, and then he got sent off really harshly for two bookings. Yeah, he's really good. I watched it and wrote about it for the blog and not even the goal, just doesn't take any time on the ball. He knows where all his teammates are, just lays it off, keeps the ball moving. Sort of thing that you'd maybe like a few Leeds United midfielders
1: to be I doing. I'm was just, i just in my mind contrasting that with what Rocker was mm. doing when he was the last mm. line of defence and
0: he was doing pirouettes on the edge of the centre circle with the ball <laughs> at his feet. And then when Gray did get it in... Mark, no! <laughs> when I actually did get it with players around him, he just did some like really cool back heels and beat him and carried on dribbling. So yeah, he's good. Yeah, with that one as well, it came. this game
1: came after the Fulham game, didn't it? So I think yes. we just had to watch Brendan yeah. Aronson falling over and in this one, in his run, grey rides a couple of tackles, doesn't he? And everyone was like, you can do that. <laughs> you can stay on your feet and you can go on and you can score a goal.
0: There was uh, also a nice moment in this because there was no commentary on LUTV and so you could just hear some of the Leeds fans who had been near the microphones and what have you and there was just one woman who you could hear shout. Fucking hell. Spurs have conceded five in the first twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, but we
1: get to go to um to West Brom's training ground. Which is Walsall. This is very specific details. This Walsall WS five three L Q. Interesting. When my um when my ancestors emigrated from Ireland, they came to Walsall first and then went to Bradford. Of all the places they could have gone. Wow. Why did they go somewhere leafy and nice? Once had a um admittedly a- I think it was 2008 recession time one of the ITV Aways days was at the, was at the best Scott right That was uh, the League One years that was a very that was a very bu- very budget sort of I was going to say was, was team the, building session was the spend had, it, had the spend been slashed at that point yeah it? very much so it was, it's got to stay in um, a hotel I think it was overlooked. is it the M6 that goes past oh. Seoul, that bit yeah I got yeah. a nice I felt like uh, the hard shoulder was more or less within touching distance of my hotel room lovely lovely times but yeah if you want to go watch um, can you even go I don't know don't turn up, maybe. <laughs> I'll do. Just go and if there's enough of you, you'll get in. I oh, was just looking back. It was ni- nineteen ninety five. We played Warsaw in the in the FA Cup. Phil a scored the hat trick. I went he? to that game. That's last time I was there. I think. Oh, well, no, the home game. Masinger scored a hat trick, didn't he? he? went to. A... Yeah, it was a replay. It was one all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A hat-trick in nine minutes. It's exciting, isn't it? Always stuck with me that. What were you doing in nineteen ninety five, Rob? I was one years old. Yeah. Pissing your pants. That's what you were doing. <laughs> and nothing has changed. Twenty eight years on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Marsh scored off 29 minutes for Walsall and weather all equalised with four minutes to go which is exciting mm. isn't it? Uh, we're doing that thing of talking about something else other than Leeds United Talking about Leeds the- playing Walsall which we're not yeah, and they neither are the under-21s they're playing, they're, playing, one. they're playing West Brom in Walsall Yeah, which is confusing but yeah, they can uh, they can seal promotion back to Premier League one on yeah. Friday if they get a draw is that right? That's the real aim of the season, isn't it? And the women lost 5-1 to Newcastle at home
0: Yeah, not great not fair, though. Newcastle going for promotion. Leeds don't really have anything to play for now. They were five 0 down, and to be fair, Abby Brown scored another great goal. I think that's two in a row. And credit to Daniel Witham for running into the net to get the ball back. Five one down. Oh god, <laughs> it's 0-0, It's 0 nil.
1: nil. It's nil, nil. Uh, last game of the season is on Sunday. They're away at the relegated Mersey Rail. Is the, is the thinking as well potentially that this is a good thing to let Newcastle win because then gets them out of the division? Mm. That, might get them out of the division because yeah. they're, they're like, well, they've got all this money now, haven't they? So they, and you don't even need to chuck very much money out. Probably at that level, dear, they could give like a hundred thousand pounds and probably get promoted next year. Whereas you know the rest of the division can't. So it was good to have them out. Good. I mean, Legion, glad, glad Le- we lost five on League United with our £189 uh, million, one hundred eighty nine million pound turnover. Not next year. <laughs> 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 We've, we're doing it again what, what are the parachute payments again uh, you get about 50, 40 or 50 million your first year then it tapers down so um, it's go down and bloody come back up if, you, if you're going to do it uh, but I mean then Sheffield United to go back to them they were in quite a bit of bother if they didn't go up weren't they have I mean, they been like turning the heating off and stuff at Bramall Lane they've been they've been tales of like they've been desperately desperately trying to save I mean, money that, that to me feels like a fairly standard Yorkshire approach to your heating though Yeah, I, I, I often, I'm often marching around knocking that thermostat down telling them to put a jumper on mm. Uh, ah, but it's, it's turn the floodlights down. It's minus 11, daddy. Well, I, turn the floodlights uh, off at half time. Right. That'd save money, wouldn't it? Don't <laughs> right. need them. Don't need them. Don't even need at half time, do you? But I put them on a sensor. Mm. Uh, you should have a big sensor on top of the stand. So only when people are moving mm.
0: do the lights. I oh, know. I was going to say turn them off, but then make the subs warm up in the dark. Just see how Rasmus Christensen <laughs> gets on playing those 50 yard passes. Um,
1: we probably can't close out this section without talking about all the weirdness that happened on uh, Twitter spaces with Western McKenney. Can somebody? I mean, not, not with Western McKenney, you No, know, his be clear. his um associate, his person he knows. And I feel I always feel annoyed having to talk about this because it's just it's just so much noise, isn't? There's so much noise surrounding Leeds. stupid friends in America and food blogs and. They're sick of it all. <laughs> just it's can- not an, for anyone who isn't aware. It's not, despite his appearance, it's not Western McKenney with the food blog. Be nice. you Now you fat shaming. No, you're not <laughs> fat shaming. You're just being a twat. Yeah, I am. Um, so no. basically, for the benefit of anybody who's not aware of this, is not on Twitter, thinks the whole thing is just stupid, a Twitter space is where basically it's like a big room that people go into and shout, where you can yeah. you just join. It's like a private conversation, but a spoken one rather than like a written one, which is what Twitter is. And that Mendoza character who says he knows McKinney and McKinney's response seems to suggest that he knows him in some capacity anyway, invited a bunch of people into a space, started a space, a few hundred people went in there, he said he trash talked a lot of people. They trashed out the club. So McKenny was being played out of position, and Aronson shit and things like that. Yeah, and saying just saying you should have, it should really be at a better club, yeah. McKenny. Yeah, why isn't he? Then that's the question. Mm. Yeah, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? The whole thing. So that, so that,
0: that's that summarized. Just shut up. Just unnecessary, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I joined it, and then about five seconds later, I just thought, what am I doing in my life? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I refused to join it on
1: principle, even though I probably would have found it interesting. I was like, I'm not. And this is why I like, followed that Mendoza character before and spoke to him, as we because we were going to potentially do a show on here, and it just didn't feel right that it, for all these reasons that you suspected, mm. that there was just a little bit too much noise coming out of that corner, and it. Did. And a couple of people got in touch and said, "Yeah, it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit, it's, tenuous, a, bit, it's yeah. a bit of a weird it's, character. It's like he, sketchy, seems, yeah. he seems to kind of be a bit of a hanger on around that sort of stuff. So just don't. Yeah, and whatever the, the purpose of that account is, all the best to you, but not, not for us. I don't think is it just." <laughs> We need, this, this is what we need to do now is just shut out all the external noise because there's been too much of it. I've had enough. Um, which, if everything. Yeah, all of it. Fine. Including us, we should all just shut up and see how the season plays out and come back at the end of it. I was
0: going to say the Premier League sort of exists on just noise and noise and noise but I guess we can't really comment. <laughs> we're, we're we're part of the problem. Well, I asked
1: I asked to be put into a cover several weeks ago, didn't I? Yeah. So... Nope. Not that I'm inviting anyone to club me over the head. <laughs> I was just saying, it a was a nice, in... a nice medically induced one, not like cricket bat down the low fields, low field funnel every home game. <laughs> Christ, what have you done? Please don't. I've got soft head. <laughs> Despite how it looks, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's quite spongy. Have you got a soft head to go with your weak knees. <laughs> my knees, my back. Honestly, you never head. never shut up about your knees and your back. Falktoner, <laughs> <laughs> inside and outside. <laughs> it's a perfect metaphor for Leeds United this season again yeah pretty much but not long to go eh not long <laughs> to go we should um, mention that uh, the old song Leeds United that was on the was, was Leeds United and Leeds 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 was it a double A side I can't even remember was I think that, so Yeah, or was Leeds, Leeds 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 as in marching on together was that the B side to Leeds United which for the benefit of anybody not old enough, came
0: out for the 1972 Cup final, which is where Marching On Together comes from. Marching On Together was the B-side, I believe. Mm. I wrote about this in the summer special last year. It was recorded in the same studio where Joy Division recorded Love Will Tear Us Apart. No way. Strawberry Studios in Stockport. That is... What are we going over there for?
1: <laughs> Let me have a look at the... Um... Just talk about that song for a second because I just want to see where it got to exactly in the charts.
0: Do you know, Rob? It... Did you, do you know Do uh... part of your head? It was in the charts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, top ten or top five. I think it did well. It, Are you mentioning this because it was played
1: at the? They decided to play a new song at the start of uh, the game. Anyway, it got to number ten. Yeah, it got to number ten in the charts, April nineteen seventy two, ahead of the cup final, and then it got to number ten again in May twenty ten, after we got promoted. Oh, there you and go. did
0: the remix in ninety two chart as well? It I think. didn't. That no. was
1: great. Kind of a. It was kind of a. It was Ian from is he Crash Records? Ian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was uh, his remixer? And it was like a baggy sort of mm. early nineties remix of which, which actually has aged
0: quite well. I think it's really good. That was what I wrote about last summer. And there was um, Ian managed to get a story printed in England that it had gone to number one in Japan. Right. Which yeah Co- caused not, a little bit of hype. Not quite true, but you know <laughs> w- w- true at all? Um, it got played in Japan definitely. Okay, but yeah.
1: It had, yeah, it had a sort of a, uh, I said the baggy feel, which was it was sort of a, a happy Monday, sort of primal scream, screamadelica feel to it at that particular time, didn't it? Sort of nineteen ninety one. What were you doing in nineteen ninety one, Michael? Um, hmm. Lego. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I've been like seven oh, all year. <laughs> good Lego year, solid Lego
0: year. <laughs> oh, I bet you hated Lego. I got to build this now. No, but, yeah. Freeform Lego. I don't. I didn't like the instruction. Lego. were you a miserable child? Or?
1: Um, I
0: don't think. <laughs> is so. that no, Is that not what it the still is?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I'm not generally miserable. If people meet me. I don't think. Aside from Leeds United stuff, I don't think I'm too miserable. It's just this fucking club absolutely just
0: <laughs> destroys
1: me. Uh <laughs> oh, well, no, I don't know. What, what did you do when you were seven? There was no on. Was There's there was no telly on. There was no no computers or anything. Hey, we're all fields. <laughs> <laughs> I was out playing in a scrap heap, doing something irresponsibly old-fashioned. Yeah. So anyway, they played League United, the A side, just before kick-off. After the stupid Premier League anthem and after marching on together, um, because it's not been played for a while, I think a lot of people have forgotten the words. I ever remember it being played particularly not as a part of a sort of the pre-match ritual. And isn't that Premier League anthem is the most
0: forgettable tune in the world? Isn't it? It it did feel a bit like. The club had learned a lesson that um, we couldn't give them paper because we're just going to throw it again. Mm -hmm. or try and do anything productive. So we'll just play a different song (laughs) for a bit. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Part two, which is the Bournemouth preview. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Going to go and win then, are we? So we should timestamp it. We're recording at two o'clock Thursday as we speak, which is ahead of their game against Southampton on Thursday night. Which will hopefully be a bruising... Ruling red card filled event. That's probably the best we can hope for from it, isn't it? A load of suspensions for both like a twenty two man brawl would be is ideal. It, is it a derby? Is, is, that, it, is it the M twenty seven Derby? I am just looking at this actually, as you ask that question. Rob, let's have a look. It's not they're not that close, are they? But I know down the South Coast teams do kind of have a bit of something going on. So I mean Southampton <laughs> and Portsmouth's the main one, isn't it? Mm. I think Bournemouth are probably a bit nicer.
0: I mean Brighton have chosen Crystal Palace, haven't they? So
1: Yeah. Weird choice. But yeah, I think I think Portsmouth is kind of um a rough town of sailors whereas Bournemouth is more of a um, a nice retirement place <laughs> so so I, don't, I think it's harder to have a rivalry with them than it is with South, with um, with Portsmouth yeah I mean it, it doesn't exactly trip off the tongue but technically it's the A338 A31 mm. M27 Derby if you're gonna right. properly give it its uh, well, how long are you talking what Travel between wise? between them oh, sorry, I, thought, I thought you'd put a route in not yet shall, shall I do that for you <laughs> just so we can answer the question <laughs> what well, the listeners in, want to know that's what we need to know Right, so oh, there's the football. It's always it's good going on like Google Maps or Apple Maps because you can always, always quite easily spot a football stadium from the air, can't mm-hmm. you? Um, so right, let's drop a pin there. <laughs> I mean, I th- just just vague, just a vague travel time would have done. But... No, I'm I'm going to work it out exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk among yourselves. Anyway, are we going to beat Bournemouth? <sighs> That's kind of
0: how I feel. It'd be nice to win it, I guess. But we we were better against who we just played Leicester, <laughs> Leicester. than we were against Fulham. So maybe if we're a little bit better again, then that might be good. Mm. They're annoying, bomber. I just thought they were going to give up months ago. Yeah, it turns out they're better than us.
1: Well, when Scott Parker was there <laughs> at the start of the season, he had given up, had not yeah. he? Yeah, he got like they got spanked by Liverpool, didn't he? And he went, ah, what can I do? This bunch of chumps,
0: absolutely yeah. useless. Well, we were saying that going into the season as well. Like, mm. Well, we're going down. But I thought these players were going to yeah take that attitude on, but sadly not. If you were going to travel now. Uh, you're
1: talking 47 minutes by the fastest route, which is, as I mentioned, the A338, A31, M27 route. That's between the stadiums. Fans may live elsewhere. There's not that far. It's only 32 miles. Yeah, all right, fair enough. We'll call it a derby then. Um, yeah, loads of injuries in that. Then we get there and... I don't know how this game pans out because they cut through us very, very easily at Ellen Road. But we're a different side now. We're more defensively minded. We'll be far more solid at the back, Michael. Mm, will that mean we but we also scored four. That was the way we beat them before. It Was Was this when Victor Orta was shouting sack of the board and all that? Yeah, that was the one. Great. It's <laughs> oh, gone, well,
0: gone well since then. It's it? gone
1: really well since then. I think it, it was the
0: previous week after we'd beat Liverpool that Rad Rosani tweeted very humbly, going, you know, we weren't rubbish last week and we're not mm. champions this week. And then we absolutely scraped a win against the newly promoted side and Victor Orta started windmilling, basically. <laughs> have we won since then?
1: Yes. Oh. Yes, we have, but not very many times. Okay.
0: Was that... Jesse's last league win.
1: Oh, God. It might have been, actually. Was that was that the last game before the World Cup, anyway, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. We played Spurs, didn't we, afterwards, but we lost that.
1: It's, if only we checked this
0: before we came, <laughs> came and started recording. But, I mean, we know how long it takes to go from Bournemouth to Southampton, at least. That's the key information, yeah. And,
1: and all all good podcasts are built on Wikipedia research. And here we are again. Let's have a look. So, when was that? <laughs> November, wasn't it? November. <laughs> November what? the 5th, wasn't it? We didn't win again until we beat Southampton at home on the twenty fifth of February. So that was Jesse's last win, correct? Bloody hell! Lost to Spurs, lost to Man City, drew with Newcastle, drew with West Ham, lost to Villa, drew with Brentford, lost to Forest, lost to Man United.
0: Do you remember who was really good against Bournemouth that day? Was
1: it Philip Billing? Oh no, he was—he was far he, was <laughs> he was good. <laughs> he was—he was really good for them. Hang that. on a minute—is it Willie Nonto? It was Willie yes. I knew it was going to be. So what should we do about that then? Should we play him? It's
0: not. Does that sound alright?
1: If Sinistera, as we imagine, is going to be out probably now for another two years, Mm -hmm. who do we replace him with? I've got the feeling he's going to put Somerville in, just to spite us all. Mm. I mean, Somerville I I did think was good the other night, actually. Do you Mm. know who else is good? Willie Nanto. Go over to Rob, he knows. I think it's Willie Nanto, yeah. Yeah, it's the right answer. But he was our best player, wasn't he, Willie Nonto, for the best part of the season? But I thought Somerville was good, and I thought he's... I think sometimes we've questioned his
0: defensive work but he was getting stuck in the other night as well loads better than Sinistera, and that's not not necessarily a criticism of Sinisteria like, I don't think it's a lack of work right I just think he doesn't really know what to do when he's meant to be defending mm. whereas Sinisteria? Sinisteria, yeah. whereas Somerville was tracking his man and making some good tackles
1: which he never used to did he one of his big glaring weaknesses in his game was a lack of defensive mm. work he so. sort of came alive when the ball was near him but yeah. he'd tend to watch the rest of it but no I thought it was good the other night so I have no real objection to him being in, but let's find a little space for Nonto as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> please. Please, God. I mean, if anything, the Leicester game shows that we can't we can't just let games happen to us. Like we need to actually win some matches this season. And if we don't beat Bournemouth, then we're into Man City and Newcastle and we're probably not going to get anything... From, well, we're definitely not going to get anything from Man City. Newcastle... Negative. I, don't know, we, I suppose Newcastle, you never know, dear, but it looks pretty unlikely given the form we're in. So we absolutely need to win this. So if we're going into it timid or trying to scrape a win in the last five minutes hoping we get another set piece that'll fall to Pat Bamford, for example, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, of the games that we have left this season, Bournemouth are the weakest team we're going to face. And that's no disrespect to Bournemouth because they've been on a good run recently. Fair play to them. They're still not very good. I mean, we're not either. Oh god. No, we're us oh let's, let's just say that. Let's be right up front. We're firmly us, in we? the same category as Bournemouth of not very good sides. Yeah. So I was
0: um I was pleased to read that their fans were booing Bournemouth off at half time and full time against it was West Ham. and they lost four right? 0 mm. yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping there's a bit of toxic atmosphere there, mm. hopefully. Especially if they don't win tonight. Mm. Yeah, the
1: nerves will start to creep back in again, won't they, if they um if they bin it tonight. I will say, Bournemouth's been a bit of a weird ground for us over the years because obviously we've been promoted there. Balushi Balushi scored a free kick there, so anything can happen. Mm. What do you think will happen? Three-one <sighs> defeat. It's very negative. I, I... know. I know. It's because I've been watching us against all <laughs> against <laughs> all my better judgment. I just feel like we drew a win one more before the end of the season, and this could be it. Although we are facing Spurs as well, so maybe two. Yeah, I mean this this West
0: Ham and. Spurs are the most likely three aren't they now to get points from yeah it's definitely going to the last day isn't it oh of course we're, it's, all, yeah. we're all fools aren't we I said this ages
1: otherwise. ago I gave myself when I, when I was pretending to be very zen and relaxed I gave mm. myself over to this idea ages ago and, I genu- and it ge- genuinely was underpinned by thinking this is just going to go all the way to the Y mm. because that's what we do that's what Leeds do which is why I think the most likely I said this on over on the Phil show but um, we'll, we'll probably end up drawing just to drag it all out a bit more but I don't know i I always root
0: for Leeds to win. So why not? Let's just go win. Yeah, I'm going to go 3-2. Let's have a bit of madness again. Willie trick in, in the last 10 minutes as he comes on, <laughs> at two down. 2-0 down.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it, if it was a complete replica of the game at Ellen Road, I think I would fear for everyone's health. I mean, yeah. If there's, well, if there's one club that can do that, this is that club, Michael Normanson. This is that club. Yeah. Yeah, they are setting out to destroy us, aren't they? The moral that is very much the way it feels. Yeah, and I guess I guess we get the is it an advantage? No, it's, I think last week we managed to convince ourselves it was an advantage to play first, but then it wasn't. do not matter because we didn't win. And this is um, the thing: like, no matter what we analyse and what we predict here, all of it just comes down. Just go out there and win your, I mean, I tweeted this: just go and win your dicks. I'm <laughs> sick of it. Yeah, I mean, we, Forest will have played by the time we do, and so West Ham. So depending on those, depending on what happens tonight with the Everton and the Southampton Bournemouth games uh, God (laughs) it's horrible isn't it are you going to watch any of it yeah Um, yeah, yeah, I will I am an absolute glutton for punishment with this I watched Forest last night I try not to but then I end up just thinking I'll just watch something I'm watching The Sopranos at the moment because I've never seen it before so I'm kind of working through that I'm into like series 5 of it so what I do is I sit there watching that not watching football trying to just unwind from it while while just checking my phone every, every three or four minutes just picking it up going for sake. <laughs> <laughs> and Before you know it, you've been, you've been sucked into it, haven't you? So I might as well watch it, to be honest. Yeah. I'll just have, I might like lock my phone in the car or something, so, I don't, <laughs> so I'm unable to check it. I mean, we've said it quite a lot recently, but I've got to a point now where I'm just looking ahead for, it's under five weeks now, four and a half weeks. This will all be over one way or another, mm. and we can just disengage from it for a week or whatever. We just don't have to think about it. The stress will be removed because we'll, at least we'll know the optimism, the optimism of pre-season can start then did I did I mention I can't remember if I said it on the show the other day you know I mentioned that my dad had said it was like the 1975 European Cup final it was worse than that was the tension at Ellen Road against against Leicester it came to mind afterwards that something else he said he said it's just like waiting for an ill relative to die isn't it <laughs> that's how bleak things got <laughs> that's how he feels about Leeds and it's the same in it, Like at least if, once this is all over even if we do go down it'll be like well at least there's no more pain. <laughs> you would say at least they didn't suffer, but you know we're, we are we are all suffering. So um, yeah, is there a positive? It'd be better to be just put out of business. Is that what your dad's saying? Do you know? what? But then again, I look at the championship and it, it's not the absolute hellscape I, I once thought it was. No, but, but don't trick yourself into thinking. I've this. got to, I've got to start. I've got to get into the no. bargain bargaining phase of grief, Rob. I need to. I've got to convince myself that it's acceptable. You're full. I are Forgetting it all. 46 games it's too many oh, it's loads of football though isn't it it's... the grass is always greener though isn't it to an extent because yeah this isn't much funny it's just I... it's the prospect of winning more than like we, mm. lo- we lose so many games and it's boring
0: I'd like us to stay up and just be better yeah I yeah. would I, th- I think that's sort of the preferable what thing. I said before
1: mm. I didn't mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to find a way to make it acceptable yeah let's stay up and get like 50 points next year I want 60 I'd accept 60. 50, I'm, let's go for 55. I'm not, I'm not going to be grasping. I'm just going to say 50 points would be fine. 55. So, so, it's, so it's comfortable throughout. You're bordering on Europe there. Here we go. Europe next season, <laughs> that's what you're telling me. Imagine Radrizani did say that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. We solidify after t- sort of two years and then we push on for Europe after that. So why not? Yeah. Cardiff's not in this country, is it? Sort of counts. Brexham <laughs> are coming up the leagues. Who knows? What did Bournemouth even do? I've, I've lost so much track. I've been so consumed by my feelings of anxiety and fear about Leeds United they have no strength no, according to who uh, com, and yet they're above us I meant to say you know we were um, we always lean on. We I always lean on 538.com mm. for their Premier League it's getting shut down isn't it well, uh, ESPN I think it is that, that it was now. my proposal uh, well, all it, along it's actually happening I think all the staff from it are getting laid off which is it's, obviously bad but is it because they've realised it pointless just guesswork <laughs> I mean, the thing is, with with sport, bookmakers do that work for you anyway. They'll tell you how likely it is you're going down.
0: Mm. How, do you know
1: what, Is it likely? Likely. According to that, we are for the first time this season we are evens or lower to go down. So, mm. which means basically, if you put on like a pound now, you'll get you'll win a pound. You'll win your your, your stake and your pattern a pound.
0: Right. I think you've
1: influenced those odds by putting all your money <laughs> on leads to go down. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, I've put I've, I've put my entire house on it. But anyway, that brings us back to the point of um, these. Internet charlatans who come up with all this stuff. And then what are who scored saying anyway? Yeah, so they have no strengths. They attack down the left, play long balls, and they play in their own half. Right. Is but, any of that good for us? It all sounds. It all sounds fine. I mean, the long ball. The long ball was more of an issue with Jesse because that was obviously how you'd score—just pelt one over the top of the fullback, and there's a big space in a the player there. And whereas now you just pelt it over our centre halves, and there's a big space and etc. Well, now I think I think running through the midfield's the easiest route to goal now. <laughs> right. Would, against, would you it? against deep line defence I mean I fully don't expect him to but would you maybe play like four three three or something like that mix it all up a bit he's not going to change anything I know he's not <laughs> He just, I just don't think he'll change a single thing other than you know for injuries maybe if Ferber's if fit I guess he'll come back in
0: yeah. somewhere but I don't think he'll change it other than that it's difficult not to know what to do up front as well because it is that thing of when Bamford doesn't play you go oh Mm. and miss him but then you watch him miss that chance the other night and go just, should we go Rodrigo again? <laughs> but then Rodrigo Someone plays else? you think
1: Ugh. Jorginho Ruta just put Jorginho in and this is it maybe this is it maybe this is his is breakout performance You've been trying to sell this all year if, like I've said before if I keep saying it eventually it'll happen <laughs> When he scores the <laughs> a consolation against Rotherham next year you would be like breakout performance what I did, what I did say was <laughs> yes I know it's March I but did still. say I wanted him just to have one moment this season I mean given that we can't get Willie off the bench at the minute I mean it feels like it's mm. a million miles away for Ruta but I just want him to have one moment that's kind of where he scores a winner or something like that that just
0: contributes to something good I did have that thought at the Leicester game watching him warm up and then I quickly thought don't be daft <laughs> oh dear well then dare we make predictions or
1: should we just say do it dickheads Do it, dickheads.
0: Do it, dickheads.
1: As we come out of winter and head into spring, energy prices are still sky high, meaning receiving an energy bill can be as stressful as glancing at the league table. Did you know you could get ready for next winter and save up to £1,150 a year by upgrading to a new, more efficient boiler and using a Google Nest learning thermostat? Boxed, take away the hassle of upgrading your boiler to a brand new A-rated one. The process takes just a few minutes on their website. Couldn't be easier. Installation is carried out by an expert, qualified installer and is included in the price that you quoted. A 0% finance is available, subject to status. Boxed will give you a fixed, fair price in just 90 seconds. And as a listener to this show, you can save an additional £50 on your online quote by using the code TSB50. Head to boxed.co.uk, that's B-O-X-T.co.uk. Use that code TSB50 to get ahead of the game, upgrade your boiler and start saving money now. Part three of the show, heroes and villains. Ken Bates Villain of the Week Award is the first part of this. Again, Michael, we're not having anybody filtered into petty grievances this week because we sort of subdivide it, don't we? We're I just, think they're all legit. All legit, genuine, upfront mm. candidates. So, um, genuine candidates. Let me run you through some names. Javi Gracia. The favourite, must be said. He got, he... The, he got the most nominations. Willie Donso's burner accounts doing some fine work. Western McKenney's friend Diego for his shit-stirring. Madison feels high up my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orta, obviously. Bamford for his miss. Dean Smith and John Terry for, you can figure out the reasons, as Luca B says, no explanation needed for those two. Ian Acho for being quick. And Jamie Vardy, similar. For being quick and having a, what's the description of his name? It's Something like, a, they don't like the way his name sounds or something, or he's or written. That was another complaint about Ian Acho. Really? <laughs> I think it's just difficult to say as a name, so fair enough. Oh, that's it. It also doesn't have a phonetically sound sound name, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. So go on, pick the uh, the bones out of those. I Who, mean who's Gra- your who's your front runner? Who's the, who's your candidates? is an interesting one this week because we'll come on to some of the scores for the for the Fulham and Leicester games, but are they quite low? They are very low, yeah. But I mean Fulham was a sort of similar performance in some ways, but it was very much seemed to be pinned on the players. Grassy didn't do well, but there were players. There were players doing a lot worse than him. But then against Leicester, you get lowest score for a player was three point two five. Harvey one point eight seven. What did Harvey get in the so Fulham game? He so got quite one, a gap there. So he got one point five four in the Fulham game. This is out of ten score. Score like, by our TSB Plus members, by yeah. the way. But the gap from him to the right. to the next lowest, the Leicester game, was quite sizable, which suggests people were blaming it very much on him. One point eight seven out of ten against Leicester. One point five four out of ten against uh,
0: against Fulham. Wow! It's a shame now. This has all gone for Harvey. So mm. I, I liked him when he came in. He just seemed to be normal and sensible, and you thought oh, he was just going to do the obvious things. And, and I think, but well, I think, has he not come in and tried to do that, Robin? What he's just found is that this is not a normal club. It's weird, isn't it? What's happened? What what changed against Palace? It was all fine, wasn't it? And then, yeah, he seems consumed by it himself now. It's hard to mm. kind of figure out.
1: We do. We break everything, don't we? I mean, I, I replied to Bryn Law. Talking about the televising of the Man City game, which is going to break the 3 p.m. blackout, isn't it? On uh, on telly. And I just, like, tongue in cheek, I said, oh, we break everything. But it's true of Javi, isn't it? It should just not be played that game. Just,
0: like, 3 0 victory to them. It should be a complete blackout where we just can't, don't even mm. see highlights or anything. Will that be
1: the swan song for
0: the uh, Pajamas third kit?
1: Yeah, I guess it probably will. It probably will be, won't it? Mm. Good riddance. What a way to go out horrible shit yeah because we've got Bournemouth (laughs) we're going to wear white Man City will wear pyjamas is that one a tenner yet in the club shop or are they still trying to get 25 quid off people for that one Uh, home obviously against Newcastle away at West Ham we should be in all white and then at home against Spurs we're going to be in in white so yeah that'll be the end of it good we've seen the back of the yellow kit now then I presume unless we wear it at West Ham yeah Um, but yeah have his score is edging he's probably got one more bad game and he'll be below Marsh I reckon because Marsh finished on 4.84 that's his score for the season have he, five point one seven, so he's getting right down there anyway. So yeah, he's. Um, I've just realised we've only got yeah one more chance to win in this in the pajamas kit, probably, which is Man City. Oh, and then we, 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 I don't think we will have won in either of the away kits this season. I worked it out. Wow, truly really a memorable, memorable season. Uh, Sorry, anyway, back on. Yeah, back Gra- on the so Grassy got loads of them for you know, as you would imagine, not playing Nonto, being too passive, people for- just questioning what is going on. All for all the reasons you can figure out. Talk to me about Madison, Rob. Because Bay Area
0: Area Brandon, rather, not happy with the constant diving and whinging to the ref, who was also shit. That time he collided with Aronson in midfield and held his chest. Aronson weighs about eight stone when wet. (laughs) Fuck off, James. Which is well, but yeah. There was a lot of um, sort of fish diving, wasn't there? Kind of a, throw yourself. mm -hmm. I did
1: download the full game as well uh, just so I could watch him dive on the edge of our box just to make sure there was no contact. There was none. None. None at all. So I think he should have had either a lengthy ban or his wrist's broken or something <laughs> <as> punishment. <laughs> you really, I mean, you genuinely would like to see VAR have its remit extended to deal with stuff like this. If they're going to use it mm. and bollocks up everything else, bollocks up this and yeah. stop this. Yeah, if you're going to, and, and also like with diving, and I very much include our players in this, if after a game you can see someone rolling around when there's been no contact or like, and even if there's a level of contact which wouldn't have hurt them at all, if they're rolling around trying to get someone sent off, just fucking ban them for a game. Like yeah. it's stupid and it makes it, it makes a difficult job in refereeing incredibly difficult when you've got someone constantly pretending to be injured when there's been absolutely no contact. So no, make mate. it more like the eighties, is what I'm saying. <laughs> mate, let everyone have one
0: <laughs> uh, and they can use all use them kicking James
1: Madison properly.
0: I was, I was disappointed in Luke Aylin at the end of both halves actually having a bit of a hug and a joke with Madison. Mm. He just chinned him. He is a good footballer, isn't he? But That's really good. A dreadful little prick. Yep. Which is a shame. It
1: seems like the game's sort of blighted with him now. Like, you know, giving it, giving it large to the, um, the south stand. I mean, I said, didn't I, over on the like the Phil Hayes show, like, the one crumb of comfort I took from Forrest winning was that it dropped Leicester into the bottom three. And I thought, yeah, not so smug. Now are you, in Madison? He'll be getting a move anyway. Of course yeah. <laughs> I won't worry. Newcastle will give him, like, 200 grand a week or something, won't they, in summer? So I'm sure he'll do fine out of it. I quite like the pettiness of someone who has started submitting <laughs> answers with the name Arthur has a small cock, right. which
0: is, like I say, it's very petty, but I'm, I'm quite happy for it to be it's a bit read out. I do like that they've not even explained the nomination. It's just, they've clearly just wanted to have that name, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, they just put Harvey <laughs> And one now word. I've read it out. So good. Uh,
1: for me, it feels like it's either it's either Harvey or it's Madison. What do you reckon? Any objections to those two as a, as our narrowing down of candidates? Mm. I mean, Victor, Alter and his smallcock have been nominated as well. Did you mention that one? Um, I and, I might have done, yeah. Andy from Salford he said the dead horse um, is now a fine mulch studded <laughs> with bone shards but Victor Alta yeah, he's, he's appointed two managers this year and uh, yeah um, Victor Alta's stuff
0: <laughs> Look, we <laughs> kind of know don't we I'd personally go Madison just because I still want to be nice to Javi just for a little while longer mm. until he loses against Bournemouth and then we can throw him under the bus then I guess I don't think he's been deliberately horrible to anyone other than Willie Nonto who he does hate. Who he
1: does hate. So, is he on, should we put him on, on notice then? him on notice for next week. Mm. Play Willy, let him mm. score and let us win or else. I enjoyed Jelly's comment for about about that. He said, uh, there was feasibly nothing that could stop the enchanting smile of Willy, Willy so Then in steps Javi, the evil, heartless, fun-hating bastard. <laughs> he does seem quite timid and scared, doesn't he? He does. He seems like a, a fearful manager, mm. which is a shame. He was fine when he came as well. I thought he was, I did like you were saying, I thought he was composed and kind of had like control the situation and even if it was going to be a bit unspectacular at times he knew what he wanted to do but there's just the zero attacking ambition there, is there and the game management against Leicester was shat I'm sure he's learnt his lessons Madison then yeah yes Madison yeah little dick um, right player of the year should we even bother <laughs> well I think the Fulham scores need a bit of um, a bit of examination because wow there's some quite spectacular bits Cooper man of the match Berber second obviously got injured won't play again for us ever um, Adam Forshaw in third place <laughs> won't play again for that. He won't play again for <laughs> ever. Down the bottom, spectacular. Just to the the previous low of the season. Remember the five <laughs> two at, at Brentford. <laughs> I just when, noticed the score. When Juvente got one point one five, you thought it couldn't get any lower than that. It has, hasn't it? He's very, very comfortably beating it as Western. He ended up on um, 0.71 point seven one out of ten. Out of ten. Wow. With Brendan on a. I mean, Graham in the YEP normally gets his uh, his out of tens wrong. I don't think he's ever gone that low. I think which is which is the French newspaper that Le gives
0: Keep. Le Keep. That's sort gives. of beyond Le Keep though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> zero we, point. We, give, we, they they we're going into up. decimal
1: points here as well, you know. Well, I'm, I'm, I was trying to be kind to him, really, by letting him round it up. If, <laughs> if you want to go higher in decimal places, but yeah, I mean, not great reading for any of them, to be honest. Yeah, Brendan Aronson, one point one six, Erasmus uh, one point four five, Rocker one point nine. Figure it out. Yeah, I yes. think
0: um, McKenney and Rocker's scores really explain why Adam Forshaw is our third best player from that game.
1: It, it yeah. does tell a story as well that the numbers have generally dropped below 7, whereas with Leicester, Jackie got over 7, 7.17, rightly mm-hmm. man of the match for that one. Um, Sinistera just shy of 7, Melier scored quite highly, 6.5 despite his kicking, mm-hmm. uh, same with Rodrigo, so it, it felt like a better performance as reflected in the numbers. Yeah, Brendan's not come out of this with any great... Glory. He was, the, he was in player of the year contention earlier, wasn't I know. he? Scoring less than the ref in this game. Blimey. Yeah, so on player of the year then, Tyler Adams is um, doing really well now by not playing. If yeah. he can not play again for the rest of this season, it's his. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, Although because, a, a wild final day against Spurs when we win and secure our Premier League status, we'll, um, we'll see some nines and tens dished out, I dare say, which could... You know, but yeah but over an average I don't know, I think the only hope for that is if Sonny Perkins comes in and scores loads of goals because I think he's currently about 8th in this I, list or something this is within Wilf's grasp I think though if if Wilf Nonto plays on Sunday if he's allowed to play yeah if he's allowed to play but yeah the top 5 currently includes Daniel James and Mateus Click. cool yeah which probably tells you a bit about how the season has gone <laughs> as a whole ah, never mind any heroes in there let's do the Catano Brady Hero of the Week award candidates Tyler Adams again uh, Sean misses him deeply. Yeah, I mean uh, that's, that's reflected in the in the scores, isn't I'm, it? But yeah, I'm, I mean Jackie, the obvious front runner for this, I would say he was he was really good. Shall I read out a list of names and that are not Jackie? Uh, <laughs> Melier, Brendan, Sinistera, Somerville, McKenney, and Rodrigo and Cooper are all nominated from a Leeds perspective. Jackie, yeah. Well, it ain't going to be, st- be McKenney or Brendan because the Fulham game falls into this, right? So they can't having received two of the worst scores of the season, the worst and third worst score of the season. We can't really give it to them, but we can. We can say in mitigation, they were a lot better against Leicester. Yeah, and uh, Wedge specifically about Brendan says that he showed us he can actually stand up when he wants to. Madison megged him, and he hit the American brick wall. Brendan didn't even make that face he normally does when a breeze blows him over. Blessing. I think he, he just met a weaker force, didn't he? Well, <laughs> not that Madison is particularly weak, but he he wanted to be. He wanted to go down. He so. he opts to he opts to be weaker, doesn't he? The, the more feeble force. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jackie nominated by Patrick Ryan. He's like a good Rihanna, Rihanna tune. Yep. Work, work, work. Yep. Fine. In terms of non-Leads candidates, we've got the crowd for um, not getting too nasty with the team. It says Ian and Skipton Welly loves the whole, in capital letters, Leeds fan base. Why? For having more tactical <laughs> now than the fucking manager. Uh... Make a sub, make a sub, make a sub. Wilf, as well, by his absence, gets uh, nominations. Uh, the, if Aleko falls under the non-playing Leeds, Leeds candidates here. And, uh, yeah, play all the way. Leeds United, the DJ. Yeah, uh, not Daniel James in case you were confused. Yeah, gets a mention. Uh, he is LSB. they his initials, obviously. Yes. Uh, the non-Leeds candidates, Frank Lampard, for uh, bringing the glory years back to Chelsea as Ken Bates stole my seat, describes it. Mm-hmm. Here. Go on then, who is it? Jackie. Yeah, Jackie, I would say. And he didn't,
0: I don't recall him disgracing himself against Fulham while he was not good when none of them were. I think yeah, I think it's a good sign that we can't remember anything he did against Fulham. Yeah, I think he was just averagely bad. He got a nice middle, middle of the park 2.66 out of 10
1: <laughs> against Fulham. <laughs> so by no means the worst, by, uh, but not the best either. Mm. As
0: a Q5 says, Jackie, he ran his pillow socks off.
1: Yeah, he has got very, very good feet. He had one of those uh, good days, didn't he? Against his, his former suitors, no less. Mm. He, would have, he might have met some of these lads down the training ground on uh, deadline day. So one in the eye to whoever it was that tried to sell him. I wonder who that might have been. I mm, don't know. It's hard to get. Hard to know, isn't it? It's hard to know. Does Radrozani get any mentions here for anything? Or are we just dealing purely with... Um... For the hero? Yeah. Why would he? I just wondered. Just wondered. I just yeah. I, I just idly wondered. No, yeah, no, 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 nothing, no. Nothing about him, strangely enough. No. Fine. Jackie is our hero of the week, then, is he? Uh, yeah. Seems fair enough. Put your future predicting goggles on and tell me now Mm. what's going to happen next week in Heroes and Villains. Mm. Pat Bamford, Hero of the Week. For his hat trick. Hat trick Bamford again. Is he back? For heroically hobbling on with a broken (laughs) leg. A sympathy nomination. No, he might score this weekend. Uh, I fancy him to score. Really? No, you don't. You're a liar. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just made that up, really. Um, He's due a goal, isn't he? Uh, yes. He's actually overdue a goal by several days now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that, that one the other biased. night. We should have just scored that one, but no. It's all a daft knock about in it. Don't feel that. <laughs> it's all right, Michael. It's only a game. It's only a game. Rob, you're the youth and optimism and hope of this show. Close out the show with some youth and hope and
0: optimism. Rodrigo, after he was so fired up the other night, is either going to score the winner. Oh, he's going to get sent off going straight through someone two footed, I reckon. Maybe, mm. maybe both. Maybe
1: it, as he scores the winner, he runs off celebrating like a child as he does in front of the away end, ah, 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 like that. And then he two foots a steward or something. <laughs> Some bomb of player with two first names, I imagine. <laughs> there we go. Then we'll wrap it up there for the weekly show. Just strap in, cross everything fingers, toes, everything, and hope that when we speak next week and on the match ball, that. Everything's all right again. Not that it's going to be all right again until the end of the season, but we're getting there one day at a time. Are we, though? The Square Ball Podcast.
0: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.